Both being Asian immigrants, me, Rupika Panala, and my friend, Alison Tala, have both faced unique experiences regarding growing up in America. When I moved here, I was around five years old and I was in second grade and I remember coming to the airport and coming in to security, I remember seeing Barack Obama on the TV and I remember thinking like life was gonna be so much better. We moved here and I was born in India so I'm like first-gen immigrants because both of my parents were also immigrants and I think both of you, you were born here, right? But both of your parents yeah, were born there. Yeah, I was born here but my parents moved here with my brother and he was he was born in the philippines but then they all moved here when he was like one or so oh i didn't know that actually yeah i thought he was born here but he was very young also right yeah, yeah so he, he doesn't born. he doesn't know much about the philippines he didn't live there very long of yeah. course a, a one-year-old's not gonna remember <laughs> yeah because like i that. was like five and i still remember like going to school in india and like all like like the different schools that I went and like the friends that I had and like growing up with family and stuff and like like I know like I we were talking like I remember speaking the language and for a while I spoke I speak Telugu right because I'm South Indian and I remember like coming here and it's so weird because when I came here a lot of my teachers were like do you speak your native language at home or like English at home and I'm like lady I just moved to the country like literally yesterday <laughs> I literally traveled across and I could speak English because right because we were in India and we were like I don't want to say well off but we were literally well off we we so I could go to, I, could, <laughs> I could afford to go to private schools and learn English and I could afford a good education so I knew how to speak English so when I came here yeah. I was like yeah I speak uh my native language at home Telugu but I speak English here and they were surprised because I speak I spoke English really good <laughs> like not like Yo. I spoke English good and I remember because I was in ESLA or ESL sorry mm -hmm. and I was with there with my sister and they were like surprised at how well I picked up on like the little like the dialect here and like, mm -hmm. and like how I really didn't have an accent really because they were surprised too so I wasn't in ESL for like probably a year and they're like you can go and I was like okay but my sister stayed because <laughs> she's good but she's just kind of didn't want to leave so 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 what language like what's your native language because I know you talk about it sometimes okay well I've been trying to learn it but I, you know I've given up like four times <laughs> I'm so bad with it um Tagalog right yeah it's the um yeah my parents speak it my brother do, my brother doesn't know how to speak it but like you know I'm slowly learning after my trip to the Philippines two years ago because like one thing I realized is that there was definitely a language barrier when I went to the Philippines like yeah I talked to my cousins and they could speak English like really well right they yeah. could speak English really well, but, you know, they'd all talk to each other in Tagalog, and I wouldn't really understand what they're saying, or one of them would have to translate for me, and often we would just be scared to talk to each other, stuff like that, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know. So, like, if someone was forced to be my translator, and they'd be like, oh, I have to spend time with this girl, ugh, you know, <laughs> with the American, ugh. And I think but, that's, yeah. Yeah. And I think that's very interesting, because I... When we came here, usually when people, like, I know within the Indian community at least, because I'm Indian, right, so, or American Indian, I don't know. And when I moved here, we went back immediately, like, visited my grandparents in the summer, and people don't usually go back and visit their family. They usually wait for, like, five years, because it takes money, like, it costs money to go there and back. A round trip is, like, I don't know if I'm getting them, like, the, I don't know if I'm right precisely, but it's, like, around the $1,000 
for a family of four. True. For a family of four. For like, but we we were homesick, so we went back, and I was like, they were like surprised that like, so all of them were like, do you remember me? Like, yeah, I only went there like three months ago. <laughs> like, I only moved to America like three months ago, and they're like, oh, you speak Telugu so good still. It's like, yeah. Once again, I only went to America three months ago, and I speak it all the time at home. But like, and then there was a gap. And we went again the next summer, and then we went again. We didn't go for a couple of years for some reason. So I went again. So last year was Corona, so I couldn't go. The year before that, I went, and the year before that, I also went. But before that, <laughs> I didn't go for like around six years, like six summers. I didn't go. So when we went back. It was crazy because it was the first time I felt disconnected, and it was it was it was hard because 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 it was like the, it was the first time that I felt like I like I felt. Like I just felt sad and disappointed in myself that I couldn't, cause I used to speak Telugu so good, and it's like I've been, I used to actually used to go to language classes, and now it's like I can't speak to my grandparents, and I know this one instance that like I don't want to say haunts me, but it's kind of like disappointing. I'm like, but like, I was at the store, and this like old lady comes up to me, and she's like, "Can you tell me what this says?" Cause she couldn't see like how much this mm-hmm. rice cost or bag, like this bag of rice cost or something, and I couldn't remember how to say it in Telugu like the numbers. So I was literally just said I like if I think it was like thirty five. So I literally said three five in Telugu because I didn't know how to say thirty five. I was so embarrassed, and I t- went to my dad, and I was just like sad for the rest of the day because it was like it was the first time. I, I totally get what you mean. To be honest, like that what you were speaking about there was kind of just my general experience. <laughs> like I had a really good time, and everyone was really nice. I just I want to go there soon. You know, when all of this is over, I want to go there soon. So that I can like, you know, maybe I'll pick up some of the language. Maybe I'll be able to talk to them. Maybe I'll just, you know, ha- I'll have like a better time than I did last time. You know what I mean? Yes, it's like it's like you're having a good time, and then you realize it's like, wow, I just it's I'm so, so much, disconnected. <laughs> it literally, and it's like I remember even talking to my cousin, and then once in a while I'm like, saying, oh, how do you say this word? Or like, how do I share my thoughts? And it's like, it's like, and if the worst thing is uh, like. I don't know what's worse, like never having like fully known the language or just knowing the language, and it's like you forgot it because you didn't keep up with it. Like you know. Oh what I mean? yeah. Because uh, like on one hand, it's like you're gonna beat yourself up for like never, never taking the opportunity to learn. Mm-hmm. Just you know. On the other hand, it's kind of just like you know everything, but slowly slipping from you, and you're just like, hey, now I'm disappointed in myself because I didn't. I didn't, you know, I didn't do anything to try to stop it. Yeah. Or like maybe you did, but th- this is, you know, just a general thing I'm talking about. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And then, but anyway. like, and it's like another thing. It's like comes back to like again trying to. It's like I think a lot of people don't realize just living as a an immigrant, whether you were born here or whether mm-hmm. you moved here, also depends on how many. Like if you were born here, how many generations your family has lived here? But it's like yeah. you're, even then you're trying to balance two cultures constantly every day. Like I remember, I had a lot of time uh, trouble in middle school because I was because I lost because I was just like I had <laughs> I had an identity crisis because I was like I was ashamed of like my background and I was tried to fit in so bad, like tried to fit in with like my like. Uh, your American counter. Yeah, my, like, my American yeah. friends. And all, obviously, it's like, like I know one of my friends is like really Irish, but it's like, 
it's like you don't see that when you look at people you just see that they're white and it's like i was trying so hard to fit in and it's like obviously then too i think i lost like it's like what it's difficult because you're like i know i have to i like i'm proud like now i've come a long way and i'm like i'm proud to be who i am i'm proud like all the work that my parents have done i know i'm proud to be yep. american immigrant but it's like also like like what do i do because obviously like I am brown, but also, like, how much am I? Because it's, like, I moved here at a young age. I speak the language, and I know the traditions and stuff. But also, I would consider myself very American because I grew up here. Majority of my life, I spent here. So it's always a difficult balance. And it's, like, I have to constantly think, like, am I doing this, try to fit in? Or am I just doing this? Because mm-hmm. that's just, just me. Because it's, like, I was born here, so I am very American because I grew up in the American culture. Yeah. So You know, I- another thing that's just, like, pretty different this is this is kind of trivial but um sta- obviously there are like different beauty standards or different standards yes, right yes I was really what talk i'm gonna about talk about is that it's really trivial but <laughs> like in america everyone they're like shave your legs ew body hair is gross stuff like that but over in the philippines no one cares about that so when i was like a young teenager i would i would never shave my legs and stuff like that like like you know shaving my legs like upper lip hair stuff like that you know obviously i'm gonna have more of that than my white counterparts (laughs) but just like yeah i think it's very that's annoying i don't want to do that i don't want to do that (laughs) it's so much work it's so much work just to like look normal i guess even though having hair is our normal living state as a woman but i think it's very interesting that you also brought that up because i was gonna say that you're trying to like balance these two cultures and at the same time obviously men have their beauty standards too but obviously women are set at a higher standard well i can only talk about you know <laughs> our experiences yeah standards yeah the, yeah yeah but like i have to i've noticed that uh, like in india obviously they do care about hair i don't know if it's because it's like we got comrades for the british at one point or whatever maybe that has to do anything <laughs> with it but, <laughs> Probably. <laughs> but like the beauty standards are very similar but also not that much i think like when it comes down to it it's not that much and it's actually very sad because now it's like and you see like the flaws in it too because growing up i'm i'm pale for an indian right i'm like pale yeah you know, i'm i'm very pale for a yeah. filipino <laughs> yeah because and it's like weird it's like white people get like confused when i say i'm pale because it's like no for a from for an indian i am pale most of my dude one time when i was in school like um when i was like in some sort of class a teacher said to me they were like how do you get that tan and i was like dude it's my skin (laughs) it's my skin it's like i'm i just live (laughs) i just you want what i have you want what i have (laughs) it's like and 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 it's like another thing the beauty standards obviously like in india it's it's horrendous and i feel like um like i like i feel like i have no say in it right because my dad is very pale and north indians are really generally pale so i remember my mom telling me that when they got married um and they were at this temple so there's there's arranged marriages in, in india and usually during arranged marriages you marry from the same caste and from the same region so north indians don't really marry south indians so north indians are pale my mom is not that pale but she's still not considered dark for an indian right so they're at the temple and the priest was like oh is it a love marriage 
And then he's like, no, he's just a pale guy, right? But, like, no one would, like, would go out and be like, my dad's pale. No white person would say that, you know what I mean? So, like... <laughs> So, like, they have all these, like, whitening creams, and I didn't realize how bad it was yeah. until I came here. And I remember, like, seeing, like, this thing is so normalized, because there's this, literally, there's this cream, like, this face cream, this face oh, like, yeah, whitening cream. Like... It's called Fair and Lovely. Fair and Lovely. How horrendous Bruh, is that? Fair and Lovely. Oh, and, for the, and that's for the women, too. And for the boys, it's called Fair and Handsome. And I swear, and again, I feel like I'm just talking from a, I'm talking from a place, place of privilege because I've never oh, yeah. had to deal yeah. with the colorism between family members or friends there. My sister has, and I faced it, and I remember seeing it once because the most, one of the most recent times we've been there, I was, we were just talking to one of our relatives and he's like, Rupika looks very American. Unfortunately, Vaishnavi, she looks a big Tarker. And I kind of was like, dude. Okay, stunned. here's something I have to say. Um, someone I know, right? Someone I know. They're they're also Filipinos, right? And like, they say it in a joking way, but during the summer, you know, they'll they'll get a lot tanner than I will, and they'll be like, "Oh my god, I'm so dark." They'll be like, "Wow, you're so dark." Like, not in a good way too. They don't say it in yeah, like yeah. a your tan looks great. They're just like, oh my god, I'm so dark. I spent so much time outside. I'm like, what's wrong with that? And they'll be like, you know, I'm just dark now. And I'm like, what? And then again, like, I feel like I have no say because I've never had to deal with the discrimination. So I'm like, I can't be like, oh, it's fine if you're dark. All colors are beautiful. Or like, like it's like, it's like, it's like, what am I? That's like a white person telling me like, oh, it's you're, you're brown and it's beautiful. Like, I'm not even considered brown that. Brown is beautiful. <laughs> like, I can't say that because I don't, I've never faced that in my life ever. I've always been yeah, pale like- in the, in like like compared to other Indians so I've never had to face discrimination so I truly can't have a say about how how a person should feel in their own skin obviously it's wrong that it's sad that they feel like that darker skin is bad and they try to avoid the sun use these face lightning creams use umbrellas do anything to avoid getting darker and still even when they do that they hate their skin and they hate the way they look and they just want to become pale but I can't be like, you're beautiful and just like expect to fix everything or even just say that and just expect to make them feel better when it's coming for someone who's like three shades lighter than them. You know Exactly. What I mean? Like my friends, like I can tell, you know, they, they say it to each other, they tell each other, they're like, oh my God, you're so dark. And like, it's meant to be lighthearted, but I'm like, and why is it really funny in the first place? And then you realize like, maybe like their parents or whatever, their aunts, they'll yeah, be yeah. like, hey, you guys should stop being in the sun. I'm like, now this is just weird. <laughs> now this is just weird. Yeah. Does it really yeah. matter? <laughs> Maybe I want to be in the sun. Maybe <laughs> I want some vitamin D. Maybe I'm <laughs> vitamin D deficient. You know what I mean? Exactly. And yeah. I do literally take a vitamin D supplement. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah. And it's just, it's just, it's a lot to balance. And then back to the main topic. When we're talking about growing up here, we still face like the beauty standards that are set in asia so many years ago and we have to then we have to continually keep up with the beauty standards here and it's like it's difficult to balance because like being like a white person you only have one set of beauty standards really and i'm obviously it's like like not like a war like i have it harder but it's like you see these like 
celebrities like going out getting aggressive tans to the point where it's like black fishing and you're like what the hell is going on when people who view these and see these posts have been hating their skin and hating the way they look for their entire life. And yeah, when a white person does it, it's like, wow, that, that looks and so it's like, beautiful. And, and, With, when they have, like, European features, they're like, wow, you yes, look so yes. beautiful and stuff. And it's like, you can wipe it off anytime. We can't wipe our skin tone away. We can't wipe our color away. We can't wipe our melanin away. Yeah, now away. there's products for that, so. Yeah, I yeah. guess the best we can do is use <laughs> skin bleaching products and ruin our skin and ruin our health. And these things our are mental health. Our mental health and our literal like there's like the Just our literal skin. I'm like such a privileged life here. I'm paler. Me too. I I feel guilty about it. Half Constantly. The time, and that's all the another time. thing. It's like we come here and it's like we face uh, like we face discrimination. We have to like balance these cultures and at the same time how much can I complain? I've Exactly. Like we we live in America and at least, at least we, I don't know about you, but most, a lot of immigrants come here for a better life, right? Yeah, so who am I to complain when I supposedly have the better life? And I'm not saying that I don't, you know what I mean? Yeah, because my parents came here and it's like, oh, we came here for an edu- for your education, for a better life. And it's like, it's like another thing. Why do Asian immigrants work their butt off, like Asian immigrant kids work, work their butt off in school? Because my parents moved moved from their home country and they came here and they're trying to, and it's another thing, the parents are trying to balance these values. Like I've noticed with my parents, they really don't care if they, they're really not trying to balance an American culture. They're trying to maintain their traditions and pass down their traditions to me and my sister, right? And they're like, and they're seeing me grow up with this American culture and not be that interested in learning the language or maybe me forgetting the language or, you know what I mean? Or forgetting, like... Yeah, I'm not, like... Yeah, my family has never really cared about, you know, being super American. Like, me and my friend, we were taking a test, like, how, mu- how much of a Long Island are you, a Long <laughs> Islander are you on a BuzzFeed quiz or something? And I got, like, nothing. I don't know anything <laughs> about living here, living in New York, you know. It's- exactly. It's, like, so weird, because it's, like, I've grown up here. You were born here. But then mm-hmm. again, I know nothing. I could pass by and be completely quote unquote normal and fit in with everybody my age. But once it gets to the nitty gritty, I don't know things. I don't know like classic movies or like dude. Like I am so bad at that. It might yeah, be my and like own classic just... music. Like I have to start learning these things. You know what I mean? It's like me too. Never... I'm like... They like, talk about classic, this. classic bands, right? Yeah, it's like, and, and uh, it's like, you, it's like, and it's like, I remember like going to. I'm like, so embarrassed. Like we went to the same uh, elementary school and middle school. I remember in yep. elementary school they'll have like the, like family parties or something. I forgot what it's called, but they're like, this one your parents will know for sure. And every time I just remember thinking like, no, they literally don't. They literally won't. We're literally immigrants. We literally came here two years ago. I'm pretty sure they're not gonna remember this like '70s song and like you see all the white parents just like boogie it down and i'm like this is fun i guess like let's go home no ma'am i don't want to listen to sweet caroline (laughs) for the 10th time today (laughs) but like yeah i think my parents they they do know a lot of like classic but it's not like we were raised on it not like they were raised on it not like my family was raised on it i was talking to my friend and they were like 
yeah, my family was raised on this band. How do you not know anything? I was like, but I don't like, have the energy to explain or make excuses at this point. Like, I guess I just don't know. But like, also, it's just embarrassing too because I'm like, and it's like, and it's like, <laughs> and that's like another thing. I guess we're trying, always trying to constantly fit in. Because how much of like American culture can you like? to learn you know what i mean like how many like, yeah. like you grew up I mean, on this i could have put more effort but then again do i don't I really care, care much yeah, literally. like why do i do i even care like i guess if a band's good i'll start listening to them but i'm not gonna just watch all these movies learn all these bands and like these like yeah. like these like things and this like media just to fit in because honestly that's just exhausting yeah have it's, given up on that you know one thing <laughs> i'm excited about um, like, you know, I'm sure when you go to college and when I go to college soon, you know, there's going to be groups. I know there a lot of colleges offer like Filipino groups, right? Oh, I actually and didn't then know they'll, that. they'll all meet up with each other <laughs> oh, every like, once in a oh, while and stuff to learn more about the culture. Though I think sometimes, you know, they'll take trips to the Philippines, stuff like that. And I kind of want to do that. I didn't know that. That sounds actually. fun. And then it's, again, difficult because I see myself as very American. Obviously, I also identify with, like, my culture and stuff. But I feel like, like, on many things, I have very American views and, like, whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, my culture and stuff. And I feel like for you, too, also, because you were born here, right? Yeah, 100%. And we don't really see ourselves different other than, like, oh, we have to balance these cultural things. But other than that, we see ourselves as the same. But obviously, in the end, it's difficult when current situations, such as like, especially during the pandemic, the like the Asian uh, hate yeah. crimes that have been happening, you gotta like it just makes you like I think it was kind of eye opening because like I'm not like especially being because like you don't hear much about you don't um, hear much about it violence against Asians literally just like before then you, you wouldn't really hear much about hear it, it on and the I've news, also stuff like seen that. I think I saw like like. I'm, like, my family is not Sikh, but I've seen, like, like uh, some, like, hate crimes around against Sikh, yeah. Sikh people. And it's, like, kind of, like, it's embarrassing. It's not embarrassing to say, but it was, like, eye-opening. And it's, like, why is it eye-opening that there's racism in America? Because I was, like, I... Because <laughs> I just, like, obviously I've never heard about it before, but it's, like, I don't know, maybe... It's not like I never heard about it, but but it's a lot more rampant than you would expect it yeah, because no one's like spreading information about things, it like, it's until like then. This happened, like, being in such a liberal state and, like, growing up in, like, schools that were so accepting of all cultures... Yo, we got very lucky with we that. We got honestly. very, very lucky. Not that to say there aren't, like, certain, like, people that go to our schools and stuff, but it's like, I've never experienced those people. You know what I mean? I've never came to... Yeah, yeah. Them. I get you. Like, I've never, truly, I literally don't think, think I truly faced any sort of, like, blatant discrimination. I know my mom has... Yeah, I've heard some things that were definitely like, oh, that's... <laughs> yeah, and, but like, it's like, okay, it's like yeah, never to my face, like, it, like, directed at me, and it's like, never even in, like, you know what I mean? Like, I've never had to face that, so it's kind of been like, oh, like life is good but it's like what now when i go to college do i have to like you know quote unquote the real world like i've never obviously it's a good thing that yeah, I've never what, what's it like in the quote unquote <laughs> real? the real world you know what i mean but it's like it's like 
again, we can see ourselves as equal and we can always accept ourselves. But at some point, we will have to accept ourselves of, you know, of just being. Yeah. Like, Wait, about the real world, right? I I know adults who are like, you know, Filipino, right? And they are, they work in the, they work as nurses or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, some of my mom's friends, they work as nurses and just like, you know, people I know in my life, they're Filipino, they work as nurses and they will experience like blatant discrimination there. Mm-hmm. I know that like someone I know, they've told me that one time during, while they were working, they've had patients ask like, Hey, I, I want a white nurse. I don't want her. <laughs> like oh they, they will say things like that. And I think they will say things like that. I swear. Wow. But, like, yeah, it's kind of, it is upsetting to hear, like, how casual people would be about hating other people. Literally. Just straight up hating people just because they're, you know, not white or whatever. Yeah, it's... it's Like, to be like, I don't want that nurse. I want the white one over there. Obviously, we can go in and talk about a lot more, but... I think that's oh, pretty- so much on our minds, man. <laughs> so we can talk about <laughs> as this. the future, <laughs> us as the new generation, the new us, generation. Us as the future, we have immigrants. so much to say, but <laughs> but I think that's pretty much all for today. Yeah, thank you and <laughs> goodbye.